Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about seven tips that will make you lean as can be. These are just super simple tips that you can put into your life today and start to see results. Man, this week, couple weeks, if you stick with them, you'll just continue to see those results. These are things that I put into my life that are kind of uh, little tips, tricks, habits that I have taken to just do on a regular basis that have made a huge amount of difference in me just being lean, mean, full of energy and looking good all the time. So I want to share those tips with you so that you can have the same things for you in your life. If you have any questions at all, you can always reach out to me. I'm happy to have you reach out to me and ask any questions. If you need any workouts or nutritional planning or anything like that, you should check out the Get Better Project, which is my online at-home training program, where we not only give you workouts that can be for zero equipment all the way up to full home gym equipment and the dumbbell version, which is what we do every single day, but we do weekly athlete check-ins. So we check in with you every single week to make sure that everything's going good with your diet, with your sleep, with your stress, all that stuff, because those are the things that actually make the difference. A lot of times people will be working out and they don't have anybody check in with them, so they just stop working out or they don't have any reason to do it. We check in with you. We're the, we are your partners in your fitness, in your nutrition, in your health life. So that's what the Get Better Project is. We will do pretty much anything that we can do to help you to get better on a regular basis. You can get two free weeks of the Get Better Project by going to the to thegetbetterproject.com slash the number two weeks. So get better project thegetbetterproject.com slash two weeks. We'd love to have you try us out and see if it is right for you. Okay, gang, I'm coming to you from Flagstaff, Arizona, where if you hear wind in the background, it's because it is windy as can be. The temperature literally dropped down from like 85, 90 degrees yesterday down to like 60, 62, 63, 64 degrees today. It was a big drop and the smoke kind of poured in. So I don't know if where you are in the country right now, but it's possible that it is it is smoky and there are fires a burning. We don't see any fires around here, but we definitely are getting the smoke and it could even have a rainy and thunderstorm this afternoon. So it'll be really interesting because it has been sunny as can be. We've been doing a lot of mountain biking and we actually just got off the river a few days ago from a 14 day all paddle Grand Canyon rafting trip. So I'm going to be writing up a huge, huge, uh, review or story about that trip over at the fantasticlife.com. I'm only on like day two so far of 14. So this one's going to take me a little bit of time to get all the way through to get all the details, not only about our adventure, but like things that you should be thinking about if you decide to do a trip like that, which I highly recommend. It's one of the cool trips we've ever done. The Azra company is who we went with and they were just phenomenal. Great food. We slept underneath the stars every single night. We went down some amazing rapids. You got to work out and paddle all the time. We got to go on super cool hikes. So head over or I'll keep you informed, but if you want to regularly check out thevantasticlife.com, that's where I'm going to post up this full review slash story slash whatever you want to call it about our Grand Canyon rafting trip. So that's what's been going on here. That's where we are. We're going to be mountain biking around the Southwest for the next couple of months, just hanging out, enjoying the weather and enjoying the great mountain biking that they have down here. Should be really cool. It's an amazing place. I was just talking with someone yesterday about how unbelievable it was the first time I went through Southern Utah and just like eye-opening, jaw-dropping, amazing things to 
look at, do, experience. It is just a crazy place in this part of the world. So if you have never checked it out, highly recommend that you do. Although, you know, with the COVID thing going on, make sure that you check that you can go to all the places you'd like to go to and that you don't need reservations. You don't want to show up and not be able to experience these cool things without reservation or if there are reservations that are needed because you should definitely check them out. And don't be the people that just drive through things like the parks and, you know, take pictures and whatnot. Get out and about, get out and do the things, get fitness in this adventure, you know, go on long hikes, trail runs, you know, climbing if that's what you're into, mountain biking. You can do all that stuff in this area and it's so amazing. You just, it changes your life. And I remember the first time that I, that I drove through here and, and started, I think I did, the first thing was a trail run maybe through Arches National Park. And it was just mind-blowing. I just couldn't even believe it. And you drive into Moab and it's just... It's like nothing you've ever seen before. It's like a different planet, but it's right here in the United States and accessible to all of us that are here. So you should check that out. But I know that you guys are wanting to check out the or listen to what my seven tips are that make you lean as can be that I adhere to constantly and are basically staples of things that I am doing in my life and that I have taken on. So what I recommend is that you think about these things as adding them into your life or not just like, oh, I'm going to, I listen to Joe's podcast and I'm going to do this tomorrow. Nope. It's that try doing them for a long period of time. None of these things are going to be bad for you. They're all very good things for you to take on and take into your life. It will have positive impact for weeks, months, years down the road. So think about it like that. And they're not hard. Like I mentioned, it's mostly about uh, thinking about them and then taking the small action when you're doing things like eating and exercising. But I'm going to get into what those particular things are so that you can know exactly what I'm alluding to here. And remember, if you have any questions, like I mentioned earlier, reach out to me, joe at allaroundjoe.com, or you can put questions in the show notes at my website by going to allaroundjoe.com slash 263. And you can just scroll down to the bottom of the page and put those comments down there if you would like to, comments or questions or concerns or however you find it informative or interesting for you to comment. So here we go. Number one, eat fat and protein before eating carbs. And I've talked about this before and I've gotten to this this routine. It was something that I started when I was back in bodybuilding or trying to get as lean as possible. So you, you want to eat the fat and the protein before eating carbs. Number one, what it's going to do is, and, and here's an example, actually, if you've got a full plate, right? Let's say that you have, you know, a steak or a chicken and you've got some vegetables and you have, let's say it's like a vegetables with some butter on it, and then you have a cup of rice or something like that. I would literally go through and eat all the protein and the vegetables, and then I would eat the rice after that, or at least get into eating quite a bit of the protein and the fat source. So the protein is probably going to have protein and the fat in it. I mean, the meat is going to have protein and fat. Vegetables are also good as well. So even though those are carbohydrates, those are kind of like free foods that have fiber in them. So that goes in this category as well. And with the butter on them, then you have more fat. And then lastly, the energy carbs, which are is going to be the rice, would be the thing that you would eat last. So you literally go through your plate eating the protein and the carbohydrates first. And what it's going to do is make you feel more full. So a lot of times we have a hard time determining how full we are. So if we can eat the things that are going to actually scientifically make us feel full, 
more than and faster and we eat those things first, then we're going to eat less in the long run. So that's the first thing about this. And then the other thing is it, it has potential to actually lower the glycemic index of the carbohydrate that you're going to eat later on. So mixing up your carbohydrates with your proteins and your fats is going to, and, and soluble fibers, is going to actually lower the glycemic index, meaning that your body is going to have less of a blood sugar spike from eating the carbohydrates. If you need a blood sugar spike, like you just had a massive workout, then you probably don't need to be doing this. But if you don't, which is like at all other times of the day, then it's definitely a benefit to have those proteins and fats before your carbohydrates. It's not that you don't need the carbohydrates. It's just that you need them to enter your body slower so that they're going to be put into your muscle cells rather than stored as body fat, which can happen if you spike your blood sugar, blood sugar, and then spike your insulin levels. And then it's not so good for you down the road because that has potential to lean you towards this type two diabetic disease, which none of us want to have. So that's number one. Number two, take a drink of water after every bite or, you know, every couple of bites of food. Now, what this is going to do is it's also going to make you feel super full. Not to mention water is great for you. We're going to get into, you know, drinking more water as well. But just get into the habit of all these things are just habits. Like I'll even notice that I'm eating the protein, the fat in my meals before I have a conscious thought of it. Like I've done it so many times that I'll just eat the protein, eat the vegetables, and then I will go into eating the carbohydrates at the end. And there's, it doesn't taste any different. You know, it doesn't taste any better or, or, or worse. You get in all those same foods. If you're having like a burrito or something like that or a taco, it does make it harder to do. And you have to make the conscious decision and knowing that you're going to be mixing all these things up. And that's when it comes down to, you know, making sure that you're chewing it, which is going to be one of our tips down the road. But uh, we'll talk about that in a second. So having the, a water drink of water in between every bite or every other bite is going to be a great way of actually filling up your stomach more, make you feel more full. And if you feel more full, you're not going to eat as much. If you're not going to eat as much, then you're just literally going to lower the amount of calories that you're consuming in the day. If you lower the amount of calories you're consuming in the day, and you feel good about it, which is win-win, right? You don't want to like starve yourself. You want to feel good about it, feel full. Then you're going to burn more body fat and you're going to be leaner. Simple as that. And with most people being over body fat or having more body fat than they want, then this is going to help them move in that right direction. So there you go. Try putting this little tip into play where you have your water next to you, always when you're eating, bite, you know, like 20 or 30 chews, Swallow, have a sip of water. Another bite. Swallow, have a sip of water. And just get in that routine. And be, you'll become, it will be mindless after a while. And then a few weeks, months, years down the road, you'll be like, man, I do this. And you're like, wow, I'm, I am, I'm, you know, these things are working. I'm leaner than I used to be. I, it's just this, it's not that I'm eating any different even. I'm just doing different process. So these are the processes that you can play as little hacks that will help you to, to for this to happen. Number three is actually more on the water thing drinking enough water. So, so many people that I run into don't drink enough water and water is so not, I'm not just going to like blow smoke and say it's so important. It just, it helps you so much in how your body functions. Water, you're drinking more water, which I recommend to do 0.5 to 0.75 ounces per pound of ideal body weight. So, you move toward the 0.75 if you're more active or even, even if you're more active on that particular day. So for me, I'm around 200 pounds. I'm going to shoot for about 150 ounces of water per day. I'm usually, you know, around like between like 135 and 160, something like that. And it, or if I'm out in a super long trail run or mountain bike day, I'm going to have even more than that. I might hit like 175, maybe even 200. And at that point, I'm eating a ton of electrolytes as well so that I'm not just 
blowing water into my body and having it flush everything out, which is not what you want to do. But if you're having, you know, even 0.75 ounces per water per day, you're not going to be putting yourself in harm's way by any means, even though people like to focus on the negative things like hypernatremia, which is something that hardly ever happens, except when you're doing like a marathon, you don't have any electrolytes and you have tons and tons of water. So don't have tons and tons of water. Take my advice and utilize the 0.5 to 0.75 ounces of water. You do, you know, good round of diet. Make sure you have a lot of electrolytes and things like that, and you'll be totally fine. So water is going to make you feel more energized. It's going to help your body to, in all bodily functions that you're going to be doing, which include burning fat. You're going to have a hard time burning enough body fat if you're not drinking enough water. So you're going to want to have more energy. You're going to want to think better. You're going to want to burn more body fat. You're going to want to drink the right amount of water. Why wouldn't you want to? I don't get it why people don't want to drink water. A lot of times people say, I'm going to have to pee all day long. It's like, well, what, you know, you're not going to have to pee all day long. You just get used to the amount of times having to pee a few more times during the day. And you get to the point where you're drinking enough water and you're peeing more at one time rather than just going to the bathroom, having the urge you need to go to go pee and having not much come out. It also makes your poops better. So, being having more water in your system will make those poops flush out much easier, much better for you. And because of that, you're going to have a better digestive system in the long run, which would be better for you as far as like developing uh, GI diseases and things like that, which is what nobody wants to have. So drink it of water. There you have it. Number four, be a master of your fullness state. So this is something that's actually a little bit newer to me and thought process that I've been thinking about. Although I've always been in tune with, you know, how much food I'm eating based off of what I need at that particular time. But think about the fullness state. Like if your body is feeling like it is really hungry, you know, don't eat so much so fast that you've bypassed that initial fullness state and blown right through it into the point where you've eaten too much. You want to have an idea of what minimal fullness is for you. So like, what's the bare minimum of like, oh, I've eaten enough and I'm going to be satisfied for a few hours versus I'm eating, you know, let's say medium fullness and you're like, wow, this, um, you know, I've had a good amount and I might almost, I'm leaning towards having actually eating more than I needed. And then being very full where you're like, you know, I'm going to have to roll myself out of this chair in order to keep on moving. It's not that any of them are good or bad, and you shouldn't be judging things like that. If you went out and you ate way too much then, and you knew that you didn't need it, then that would not necessarily be a good thing. But it's more of an observational point. So if you've done a lot of activity and you know that you're going to need more food, go ahead and have it or, you know, reach into that more fullness state. But if you haven't had a lot of activity and you know that you're not going to need enough food, have the idea in your mind that you can feel what that fullness state is and you just eat to that particular point. Don't push into it. Be mindful. That's basically what this topic is all about, is being mindful of that particular feeling that you're having. Because a lot of us have shut have shut that down. And we're looking for more of like the, you know, energy spike of having sugar. And we're not, you know, taking account to like, oh, I'm super full, but I'm just going to have that piece of cake anyway because it makes me feel good because it gives me energy. You can get energy from water. We already discussed that. So have some water instead of having the sugar spike, which is an addictive property. And that's why, you know, we continually crave those particular things. I have zero craving for a sugar because I don't eat it. And I do, well, I do eat it time to time, but only if I have this intense need that my body has delivered to me where I'm like, yeah, I need that sugar. And when you're in a really uh, in tune 
with your body kind of state, you will have these particular times. For me, it may be like once a month, maybe, um, but you don't need to have those things at other times. Just listen to your body. It's pretty easy, but we get so detached from it, so it becomes much harder when you are detached from it. And a lot of these things that we're talking about today are coming and bringing this back in, like the fullness state thing. So think about that as you are eating your next meal. Number five, talked about this a little bit earlier. Chew your food until it's almost liquid. There's a few things that are awesomely beneficial for by doing this, okay? Number one, you're going to digest your food way better. And if you digest your food better, then that means your body is going to be able to utilize it better, which means that you're going to have all kinds of cool things happen, right? You're going to have more energy. You're going to be leaner. You're going to, excuse me, you're going to have better digestion, which means better poops, which means that your body is just functioning better. A lot of times we overlook how important digestion is and how it can really throw us off. Like think about the days that you're, you know, you feel really gassy or really, you know, just like sluggish. That could have to do with digestion, right? So chew your food to the point where it is liquid so that your body, or you're close to it. So, you know, they say like, I'm usually probably shooting, trying to get like 20 chews per, per bite. Just slow yourself down. The other thing that happens is that if you slow yourself down, then you have less chance of blasting by that first fullness state. So if you eat slower and chew more, then you have time for your body to give you that signal back up to your brain that I am, oh, I'm feeling a little bit full. Cool. I probably don't need to eat anymore. Or maybe I need a little bit more because I had high activity, but I'm not blowing right past that because I was taking, you know, three bites and swallow and my body didn't have the time that it needed in order to send that signal back to my brain. So chew more, enjoy your food more. And a lot of times people think of enjoying their food by stuffing it down and swallowing it quickly. But really you're getting to taste your food and enjoy your food more if you chew on it more. So take that time to really chew it up and enjoy it. And I first really started honing into this after doing the fasting mimicking diet for five days for the first time. And I, you know, once you've come off not eating very much food for five days, then you really slow down and enjoy each bite of food because you're like, wow, I haven't had a lot of this. So you should be doing this on every single time unless you're like, you know, having to eat super fast because you're in an emergency or need to, you know, get going and doing something. And you probably, that's probably like, you know, 1% of the time. So 99% of the time you're going to be eating really slow. You're going to be chewing a lot and you're going to be enjoying your food. You're just going to be taste better. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel more full. You're going to have better developed, better looking abs and muscles. Yep, totally. So chew your food. If you want a number, I think 20, 30 times is the number that you shoot for. Like I said, I try and shoot for about 20 and that seems to be good. Or you can just go until you feel like that food is almost liquid in your mouth and then swallow it. Then you have your drink of water, slow down everything, enjoy your meal. Maybe have a conversation with somebody as you're eating. Good stuff. There you go. Number six, we're going to get to the workout stuff now. Work out more. If you want to be leaner, chances are you need to work out more than you are now. Hey, there you have it. You know, not all of you are probably a competitive athlete and working out enough and maybe even too much already. That's not the case. So you probably need to work out more. If you're doing two to three or one to two Get Better Project workouts per week, we'll bump it up to four to five. They don't take that long. You just need to schedule them into your week. You need to put intensity into them and you need to get them done. So try and bump yourself up into four to five workouts per week. I don't really know that I've ever met anybody that is actually incredibly happy with their body composition and looking at feeling super strong and lean and healthy. That's not working out at least at least four times per week. So four to five times per week. And then if you are at that point where you're working out four to five times per week, you're feeling good, you're putting intensity into it, 
and you're just not getting as lean as you want to, then you still need to do a little bit more. So you might need to add some conditioning in on the opposite end of the day. So ideally get up, let's say in the morning, and you put in like 30 minutes of conditioning. It doesn't even have to be hard. And then later on after work or lunch or whatever, however your day is set up, then you do the Get Better Project regular workout, bring the intensity. And you know that wouldn't be something that you're probably going to be doing for your whole life. That's going to be doing something that you're doing in certain phases. So you burn the body fat off that you wanted, then you cut down the conditioning, you focus just on the workouts again, you see what your body does. It's all this like scientific process that you're doing on yourself constantly. And a lot of times we just don't think about it. We don't think about ourselves for whatever reason. We're focusing on our work. We're focusing on what we're stressed about. We're focusing on, you know, texting people while we're driving. Don't do that. So focus on you. Focus on what that's going to mean. Focus on how it's going to make you feel. So if you need to add more conditioning, add it. In the Get Better Project, we have all these things. We have optional conditioning like three or four days a week. So you can just add those particular things if you need to get leaner. Number seven, and the last thing that we're going to talk about today is lift some heavy ass weights. Okay. A lot of people want to look amazing and feel amazing, but they don't want to work hard, right? And you got to work hard. Our body is meant to be stressed. And when it is stressed, usually in the case of you stress, it's not like stress like, you know, I'm running from a fire or my boss has too much, put too much work onto me. It's that we're stre- we need to stress the body in a positive way. So go and pick up some heavy weights, right? Find a way to lift heavy and work hard. And people don't necessarily want to do this, but our body is meant to be able to do this. And they think, oh, we're going to lift heavy weights and putting myself more in injuries way. Well, more often than not, I find that people put themselves in harm or injuries way because they haven't trained themselves and then they hurt themselves in their daily life, not when they're working out. So they don't know how to pick up something heavy well. And then when they go and pick up somebody's kid or their kid or some couch, they throw their back out. They just didn't know how to do it. They didn't put in the time to learn how to lift something heavy. It's not that the heavy lifting actually was the thing that was going to be causing it. It's actually making you better lift heavy and it's going to increase your metabolism and it's going to help you to have better muscular contractions and it's going to make you stronger as you age and you know it's just going to make you feel better, look better, all this good stuff. So you don't actually have to go and be like, oh, you know, well, I'm stuck at home. It's COVID time. I need to go get some heavy weights like Joe said. Nope. You can just get some weights or even your body weight that you manipulate the tempo or the speed in order to have your muscles think that it's going to be doing the same thing as lifting heavy weight. So for example, like jumping as high as you can, can you see that would be the same thing or very similar to putting some heavy weight on your on your back and trying to move it with your legs, right? Doing a squat or something like that. So if you did a squat jump where you burst into the air, your body is still having to send that contractile force in order to get as high as it possibly can. Or we can do opposing. We can slow it down in order for your body to have more stress on those particular muscle groups. So let's say you're uh, already doing you know, a lot of stuff, meaning that you're in good shape. And just doing a slow air squat would not give you enough stimulation to act as a heavy movement. But you could do a single leg squat and you could do it slow, or we could put a light dumbbell in your hand. You do a single leg squat slow. It's going to mimic the same idea as loading up a whole bunch of weight and trying to move that as best as you can. So you don't have to actually be finding things that are super heavy. But if you have the opportunity to do it, I would say go ahead and make sure you're using fantastic form, locking down your core, making sure that your back is flat, you know, making sure that you have all these good techniques and asking a professional if you don't know what they are, making sure you're super warmed up and lift heavy shit, right? Lift it. It's going to make you better.
So there you have it. We had one through seven there. The last one ended with, you know, if you want some super gains, you're going to have to lift some heavy things and you can probably get away with it. But I think that when, when you see the bodybuilders that are, or people that are like in great shape that say, oh, I never really lift heavy and I'm in great shape is because they're manipulating these processes like I talked about. So their muscles actually think that they're under stress as if it was similar to lifting something heavy by manipulating lightweight in a tempo type of session or being explosive in a way that the muscles are still having to uh, grab a, a large contractile amount of fibers and manipulate those fibers or against the body weight or whatever it is that you are going to be actually utilizing in order to have the same effect as lifting heavy weight. So I hope that makes sense to you. Uh, I've been utilizing it for the last couple of years and it seems to work really, really well. So there you have it. All right, guys, if you have any questions about this, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got some stuff. I hope that you are going to implement this into your daily life because these are little things that I've been putting into my life and I don't realize that I'm doing them until I go and talk with people and hang out with people on things like the Grand Canyon Rafting Trip when you're really intimately involved with other people and you see how they do their daily life and you're like, wow, that might be a reason why I am where I am and they are where they are and you look into the science of it and it actually could be why that is. So we put all of these little tips and tricks or, you know, just daily lifestyle habits into place and you get results from them. You know, if you go out and you get in the habit of, you know, eating French fries every day of the week, you're probably going to have a less positive result than if you get into the habit of, you know, eating sweet potatoes or eating, you know, some ground beef or something like that. All these things are going to, all the choices are going to make different results. So you have to be thinking about them and they're just little simple things, little tweaks, little turns in the road that you can make in order to get the different results and the better or worse results that you want. So these are the results that are tips and tricks and things that have worked for me. And I know that they can work for you too, because I've seen it work in many different people's lives. You just have to have the mindfulness in order to put those things into play and then walk the walk, be the person that is doing those particular things. All right. There you have it. Shoot me an email if you would like to, or if you have any questions, happy to help you out there or put it in show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 263. And if you'd like to sign up for two free weeks of the Get Better Project, head over to getbetterproject.com slash two weeks. We would love to have you and I would love to work with you. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. The All Around Joe Podcast. We recognize your human performance my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all around self-improvement. I'll see you on the next one.